This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Final hour fist pump time. Only RJ Choppy and myself, since Bobby Bell likes to do it at different hours when it's not supposed to happen. I don't know what that was from Peyton. My God. Was that on the fan cam? I had to do it lefty. That looked like uh, the Saturday Night Live Chris Catan with uh, (laughs) Will Ferrell. Roxbury Brothers. Roxbury Brothers. This is a football Friday. Glad you're joining us as a total. That stands for Turn It On, Leave It On. Nick Eatman, DallasCowboys.com at 920. What is he hearing about Kellen Moore? And then Mike Bassick with a Luca crosstalk at 940. A lot of Tolos are just checking out my Twitter poll asking how we could be rooting for Philadelphia to win, even against a team who knocked us out in back-to-back years. And it's simple. Once the San Francisco fans, led by their media – uh, it's personal. It got personal. Uh, once their fans started sending my wife messages about how they want her and my son to die in a fiery plane crash, that's that's overboard. That's a little over the line. What they weren't expecting is for, and they didn't know, is that my wife is from Oak Cliff. So when I thought she was going to be all cowering in fear and, oh, my God, what do I do? I... uh. I, I, I got a hold of her message back after people were uh, trying to harass her. But when you harass kids, wife, family, you make it personal. Incited by their radio hosts, I believe, uh, on the game in San Francisco. And I got no problem telling their boss that if I see him in Arizona as well, uh, then you've gone too far. Not once in 12 years has any Philly fan taken it that far. You know, you you you, you take it. As, as far as you can in terms of the trash talk and the back and forth, but you realize it's still sports. When you want to wish death and, you know, uh, a harm, and you look up pictures of RJ's boy with a scratch on his face, you got you to gotta really do a lot of work to show that you're a loser to go and look up an injured seven-year-old and hope that happens to them again. I want you to burn. I want, I want you to rot. So that's why I have to root for Philadelphia. And I hope I see some of these uh, 49er people at the Super Bowl in Arizona because it's way, way over the line personal for me now. That's just me. So I'm rooting for the Eagles for this weekend only. I agree. I I feel the same way. Uh, That photo was like three years ago. That was some digging. (laughs) She had to dig that one up, that girl on Twitter. Had to dig that one up. Yeah, that was from a girl, by the way. That was from a girl. In case you're thinking it's just some psycho loser dude. With no life, that was from that was from a yeah. girl. So like it it, it, it took, I mean it took effort. I, I can't stand San Francisco. Uh, I, I don't the 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 fans are making me hate the team. Yeah, and the media. I hate them. I hate those guys in San Francisco. Yep. Don't like them. So 
I am uh, I am all in. I understand why the one got fired from UPS. I get it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I understand. Some Peyton managed to avoid when he worked there. Yeah. So and why and how Greg Papa left. Yes, yeah. and and the, and the girl that was on there. Yeah. Kate so that's Scott. that's why I'm, that Choppy and I are rooting for Filthy. Uh, in terms of the picks, I'm picking. I think the Eagles are going to face the Bengals in the Super Bowl. Choppy agrees. Bobby and Peyton are going opposite, and Bobby has a perfect 10-0 record on the line heading into Sunday. Yeah, and I don't feel great about Bengals-Chiefs. That game, like, that's a coin flip to me completely. I, I do feel I feel decent about San Francisco, but that's definitely a game that, that Philly can win. I think it's, you know, it's like what, you know, Babe had said uh, yesterday, I think it was, where he said, you know, the the two best teams in the NFC ended up there. And, and so, like, it, it should be a, a good close matchup. I just like the way San Francisco's linebackers are going to be able to match up and chase down Jalen Hurts. I think that that's something that nobody else really has the ability to do. And we do have to give it up a little bit to the to, to, to the Philadelphia fans after what they did to pregame and tailgate before the Giants game. Oh, my gosh. This is unbelievable. So this was a night game in Philadelphia, right? That was, a, that was an evening game for the divisional round. Mm-hmm. And this, the the parking lot was not open. You know, there's a time where you could get into the parking lot. So what did Eagle fans do? Eagle fans bought tickets to a lacrosse game <laughs> next door. Because all the stadiums in Philadelphia are, um, all, they're all connected. Yeah, the it's basketball, actually really cool looking. It's a great, it's a fantastic facility. The, the basketball arena. Hockey, which I guess is hockey and basketball, same thing. Baseball, and then the NFL. And then the old Spectrum, If I the last time I was there, it was still there. I don't know if it still is, but it was still there. So it's a great setup, but they they bought tickets to a early lacrosse game so they could get into the stadium parking lot at like 8 a.m. and tailgate all day. It's fantastic. Uh, now, this is one of the most expensive tickets in conference championship game history. The get-in-the-door price is like $600 right now. One of the more expensive ones. Will there be less Sam? How many San Fran fans do you think will be there, Bobby, based upon what we've seen of San Francisco invading Arlington? Yeah, I mean, man, they do. They travel really well wherever they go. Uh, But, you know, as as Choppy has pointed out, there are a lot of people who used to live in that area who live here now. And so that is an easier trek than probably Pennsylvania, like the entire other coast. And so, I don't know, I would just judging the way San Francisco generally has such a strong presence, I don't know, we'll say... 15, 20%, something like that. And then they were pulling red Auerbach tricks on the Giants, like the Giants Hotel didn't have any water. Yeah, they had, they had busted a pipe. Now, I don't know if they did it on purpose. Seems very coincidental at best, <laughs> but the Giants Hotel apparently didn't have any water. Uh, yeah, this is being reported that this is the most expensive conference title game in NFL history. Uh, and Ticketmaster's screwing them over. You uh, with uh, there's, there's long waits, and basically uh, the Eagles have sold – Basically, all their tickets to Ticketmaster, so now they're all in the secondary market. I had two other, like, notes of water written down for some reason. San Francisco urinal and Philly lifeguards. Oh, yeah. The uh, the San Francisco urinal. That was, that was hilarious. So, we were at the stadium last week, and Nui Scruggs was in there, and he was talking about how he's he washed his hands in the bathroom of the, of the press box, and he was like, I had to go back and use, uh, use the hand sanitizer. I was like, why? He's like, did you see the sign in the bathroom? I was like, no. And so, uh, Ryan, you can get this. Uh, this is the 
right there. I don't know if you can see that. It's a sign above the urinal that says, warning, recycled water, do not drink. Above the urinal? That means somebody at some point had to have <laughs> drank from that urinal. You don't put a sign up unless, well, we were pushed to put a sign right. up. And so apparently, like the so it's not uh, like pure spring water in the toilet that you can't drink. This is recycled water. Don't drink. It. Yeah, and and Nui was not confident that. Well, how do I know? Like the faucets aren't recycled water. Am I getting like gross recycled water on my hands? So he had to use the hand sanitizer. But just seeing that side, it's like, is that like? And that's not just in the the stadium. That's in the press box. Like, have they had issues with members of the press going and trying to like? Well, like you know, I just had to. There was a long line at the 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 drink station. And my mouth was on fire, and I just had to find something. <laughs> and the faucet wasn't going to do. I had to go to the urinal, which it's not like it's got a ton of water pulled up That's in it disgusting. to begin with. That's disgusting. But still, that one was, uh, yeah, that was pretty disgusting. So that means somebody, some degenerate in San Francisco had to have been drinking, you know, urinal water. All right, it it's, like, it's like bottling the uh, Splash Mountain water, you're saying? What is wrong with people? <laughs> okay, what? so Splash Mountain is closing. All right, they're closing the splat the ride Splash Mountain. Mm-hmm. So what are people doing, Sean? I'm not I'm not I'm not lying about this. They are actually bottling up. They're bottling up water from the Splash Mountain ride. This is not the water that Jesus walked on that you might want to bottle up. Okay, you mean, you mean Brian Dable? <laughs> Brian Dable. This is water from Splash Mountain. This is a step above, like urine water. Yeah. That's what this is. This water just been sitting in in, in 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 the heat for decades. So you would you would never would you never want your kids to do the thing where they go stand on the bridge to get hit by the water as it comes down? Is that just I've too gross? That. No, because you take before. them to water parks. Yeah, I've done, yeah water I'm, parks that, is the big urine urinal, yeah. right? That water's that water on those rides though is gross. It's would, would yellow. Would you not walk into like a public water park? Uh, no, the, the community. No, well, not the community, but like we we do like Hawaiian Falls and stuff like that. Yeah, we like we like going that. Yeah, we have we have season. There's chlorine. I think it's rid of it. a lot of chlorine. Yeah. But like here, on eBay, Disney Splash Mountain water, four ounce bottle, one hundred forty nine ninety five is the uh, is the bid. But has someone bid? That, that's what that's the asking price. Yeah. That's the asking. Has it price. been authenticated? How do we? How do I know you didn't just put water in a bottle? Uh, yeah, it's true. Well, they they took a picture. Next oh. to the Splash Mountain ride with the water in the bottle. All right, let's get to the narratives. Disney adults, man. The narrative, the conference championship narratives that could be written. All right. What ifs, the narratives, all that stuff. Whose legacy gets boosted more this weekend? Joe Burrow or Patrick Mahomes? If if they win. If they win. Man, see, the it would be Burrow except for how much will Mahomes be limping around. If Mahomes mm. is limping around like Isaiah Thomas against the Lakers, it will be Mahomes. But I'm going to say it's going to be Burrow because I'm picking Cincy to win. Joe Burrow's legacy boosts more because he goes to back-to-back Super Bowls. Going to back-to-back Super Bowls, that's big. But also you got to look at the Mahomes would then be able to crush what is a narrative that's beginning to bubble up a little bit like, well, yeah, but he can't beat. He can't beat the Bengals like, you know, and so that's starting to if he could squash that now and then put himself in a position to win a second Super Bowl and you get two Super Bowls. Now you're really entering rarefied air. You get the you know, as much as people talk about Aaron Rodgers, it's not you never won a Super Bowl. People hit Rodgers for you won one. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, if Mahomes five straight AFC title game appearances 
gets to another Super Bowl, gets the Bengals monkey off his back and is able to potentially win a second one. I think that puts him in rarefied air. So either one gets a big boost, I think, because then Burrow's legacy is I can beat the top quarterback in the game. He can't touch me. Uh, there's a there's a Brady Manning element here. Like, yes, you know, Manning had all the stats. He was like he had everything he did was better except actually win the game. And Brady was the one that won all the games. Yeah. And won all the titles. And Burrow's the one like he, he doesn't do what Mahomes does, but he, but he just beats them. It's, it's very odd. And they do it in similar fashion where it's like Brady is the fast or Burrow's the fast processing Brady type that can see the field really well. And Mahomes is the just wild like, oh, my gosh, look at what a, a freak like robot mm. this guy is throwing the ball. All right, next one. Jalen Hurts has the most to lose this weekend. Of the quarterbacks? Of or the players? quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, yes. Jalen Hurts has the most to lose. Yeah. It's not Purdy. He's got nothing to lose. All right, nothing. Uh, not Mahomes. He's injured. And Burrow has already kind of won throughout this postseason. Yes, it's Jalen Hurts. All right. I agree. Next one. If Mahomes loses to Burrow again, he will never be considered the best ever. No. no, like just again, meaning this weekend or he loses this weekend and then again. And if he loses this week, this weekend specifically, no, no, he'll still be in contention for best ever. In yeah. my opinion, I, I, I agree. It's going to be tough, though. Right. Like he'll be like Burrow's got to go win the Super Bowl, too, after. Absolutely. Yeah, he does. He does. It's, too, it's I mean, it's it, I get it's four law. It would be four losses in two years, but you'd be talking about just two playoff game losses. Like it took a long time for the Brady Manning narrative to become what it did. Yeah, it did. That Brady's superior? Yeah, I mean, it was more than just two years. Ignore that. Um, Okay, next one. Howie Roseman goes into GM God status with a win. Isn't he already GM God? He isn't choppy. He is in my mind. Um, No, he'd he'd hit that if he won another Super Bowl. I don't think just getting there would do it. If he wins this Super Bowl, he would have gone to a Super Bowl rebuilt the team and gone back in six years. I think he needs to win, though, to be considered, like, GM God. With an option quarterback. With an option quarterback. Think about that. The Eagles have now made seven... Oh, God. They've made seven NFC title games since the Cowboys' last appearance. Seven. Seven. Seven Seven title game appearances since the Cowboys' last one. Ugh. That's 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 tough to take. But man, it yes, Howie Roseman right now, he's the boss. He's the boss of the division when they wanted him out as well. Yeah, no, I I agree. Howie. Howie. And then final, final one. Brock Purdy can win the twenty twenty three job this weekend, but he can't lose it. He's already won it. Has he I don't know if he's won. He's won the right to compete. No, he'll be the starting quarterback of the 49ers game. I one. think he probably will. But yeah, like, I mean, there's, if he, he wins, lose it this if he, I don't think he can lose it. If he wins this weekend, like you can't, I don't think you can even have a competition if he gets you to the Super Bowl. Why do think what the Patriots did? Why they, wouldn't he have it right now, even if they lose? Um, because I, I him? Like, like, even if, if it's a soft competition, I think it's still, you have to, this is the guy we invested a, a number three pick in. We at least have to give the illusion of a competition so we can trade him. All right. We think it's like 60, 40. What did Nick Eatman come away with from the Mike McCarthy presser when it comes to Callan Moore staying or going? And how did they get Dan Quinn to come back? Nick Eatman, DallasCowboys.com next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And it's back to Sean and RJ right here on 105.3 The Fan segment brought to you by Window Nation and by the personal injury lawyers, Frankel. And Frankel, there's a reason you need a special license to drive a big truck. So companies that hire drivers and put them in a big truck should be held accountable for what happens when one hurts you. Frankly, you need Frankel and Frankel. Visit truckwreck.com or call them 214-333-3333. RJ getting down on the drums over here with Peyton's return music. It's Bobby Bell, Peyton, Ryan, I'm Sean Sharif here on 105.3 The Fan. You know, look like you got lightheaded there for a second. Uh, honestly, I, I've been lightheaded all day. Like I've had like all week, really. I've had like these dizzy spells all week. There's something wrong with me. Oh, that sounds healthy. Inner ear disorder. I don't know. Could- that should be a fun, fun drive home. I mean, I've driven home with it all, <laughs> all week like that. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the lights. It's the lights. In You're here. not used to those yet. No, I am. But I think there's. I think something's screwed because it's only. I'm only dizzy here. The four day work week. Uh, RJ's building his case. Just like what local school? Uh, Terrell. Terrell ISD is talking about moving to a four day school week. So if you have the four day work, are you wanting Monday or Friday off? We decided we want uh, Friday. Friday. Off. We want Friday. Got to have an NFL reaction. Absolutely. Monday. You have to be. You have to be work on Monday. Okay. Um, so I wonder, like, you know, let's just say, let's just say they make the Monday after the Super Bowl a federal holiday. Yeah. Okay. Does, so, and so nobody's going to work. Does that mean that we still would work that Monday? I've come out with a new vacation plan. I'm going to use my 15 days, and I'm just going to make it a series of four-day work weeks. I'm just going to take off Fridays. Fif- Fifteen consecutive weeks of Friday off, <laughs> so I have four day work weeks. Uh, you know, and that'll be my one year experiment to see. Because let's see, we have between the Super Bowl. Let's just say you start the Friday after the Super Bowl. Well, let's just call it March one. Okay, March one. Uh, you've got to get to mid July, right? Which is training camp. Yeah, that's all you got to do. March, April, May, June. Oh, that's four months. That's a lot. That's that's more than fifteen. Well, I get some uh, maybe holidays, comp days, comp days, comp days sick yeah. days. Let's bring in Nick Eatman, DallasCowboys.com. Brought to you by Ford, built for Texas, built for you. Nick, your biggest takeaways from the Mike McCarthy press conference yesterday? Uh, I, you know, it's funny because the biggest news came like two minutes afterwards. <laughs> so, uh, right. which. Which is kind of, it changes a lot of the narrative to me because 
he obviously knew that Dan Quinn at that time was coming back. So, you know, you can only, it's like, it's like you can only say so much. So while there's a lot being said about what he did or did not say about Kellen Moore, kind of just makes me wonder like where his mindset was the whole time, just because, you know, he, he's trying not to say one thing. Like, I honestly, I, I don't even know. I don't know about the Kellen Moore thing. I, I, it was weird. It didn't sound great for him, but then the more I keep thinking about it and think about what was going on in his mind as he's not saying about Dan Quinn, it just makes me think maybe the whole thing was kind of thrown off. I, I don't know. Got me on that one. So if you're Kellen Moore, what are you feeling this morning? Are you worried? <laughs> yeah, I think you have to be. I mean, you know, because, you know, he didn't come out and say, yeah, you know, I, I – I would want him to be our coach, of course. Why would I not be? You know, he, he's throwing out all these numbers about Dak. You know, he's throwing out what, what Dak did when he came back and, and you know, and, and, and just the production there. And then to not give him solid ground, I mean, obviously that wouldn't it wouldn't bode well for him. Um, you wouldn't think. I mean, you, you, he could have easily made it stronger, you know. But this is what Jerry did last year, too. You know, he didn't he didn't give Mike McCarthy that – that that solid footing either and then you know he ended up obviously coming back and all that so it's hard to read into these things but but you know that there's a way to make it sound a lot better than than they did are you happy and thrilled that dan quinn is returning if you're mike mccarthy with the possibility of 2024 looming with whatever jerry's expectation or pressure is yeah i mean i I think you have to be because because if Mike McCarthy's trying to save his job, they got to win, and to win, they've got to have you know they got to have a great defense, just like they need a great offense. But but you know the defense is really good, and it won a lot of games this year uh, for them. So uh, yeah, I mean I think you have to be. Everyone kind of knows the writing on the wall here, and 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 maybe at some point Dan Quinn could be you know the, the head guy here maybe i mean it's just it's very similar to in my mind what happened with, with jason garrett wade phillips all that but but i mean he's got to win i mean he's got to win and, and yeah i think dan quinn tries to help him win and the best thing about it is is i don't i think dan quinn is 100 percent on my on board with mike mccarthy like i don't think that he if, if there is any talk about one day being a coach or what, you know, either another team or the Cowboys, I think Dan Quinn is 1,000% committed on being a, the best defensive coordinator for Mike McCarthy and his staff. Did it feel clear to you that Jerry and Steven made these decisions to cut the staff down? They just said, but we have six more assistants than other teams and we're paying them more than what other guys are making elsewhere. Is that is that what the yeah. the releasing of the assistants felt like? It felt like to me, yeah. I mean, because um, not only did Jerry mention the 29 coaches last year, I mean, by number, you could just tell the way he said it that it, it didn't. He didn't seem comfortable with that. And then, you know, um, if it's really personal, obviously for for Mike McCarthy, I mean, McCarthy added these coaches. That, hey, this is the staff that he he built, and some of the some of the guys, including you know the Rob Davis one, that makes just signals that. This is probably not his decision to do that, to 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 go that route. So, um, you know, and there's a lot of there's a lot of assistance. Every 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 position seems to have two, 
Um, and it's just, it's too much. I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever looked at it like a training camp or, or even, you know, just out on the field out here at the star, but like, it's like, it's unbelievable. That's like three times as many, as many staff members as there, as there are players. I mean, just from every position group, you just look at the linebackers or something like that. You got like, all right, there's like seven linebackers, but you know, but then, but then there's like, you know, then there's a coach and then there's assistant coach. And then there's like a trainer and equipment staff all like right there, you know, and then, then you got all kinds of other coaches and trainers around. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable how many how many staff members there are, and you know, and that's what that's what it is for the NFL. And I'm not saying that that's the wrong way, but I just feel like Jerry and them would probably say, "All right, we're gonna well, let's let's trim this down a little bit." You know, doesn't it seem though? It's a little like I don't know. It, it, it's kind of a little counter if if you don't think you're a well coached team, but you're gonna cut coaches. Does that seem like an odd choice to make? Well, who says they're not yeah, well coached? But- well, I mean, isn't that like if you're thinking of moving on from guys, you're thinking that you're not well coached, I, I would assume. If the team is, if yeah. the talent is there, if Jerry believes in the talent, then he's pro- it's probably on the coaches in his mind. I'm not talking about from my mind, I'm talking about from Jerry's perspective. I think, I, I think Jerry might, again, this is speculating, but, but this might be a too many cooks in the kitchen type yeah. scenario where it's like, yeah, you know, we I, maybe maybe too many voices can be can you know can be too many. I mean, I know that there's been stories I've been told about about um, the war room. Let's say you know where, where they're trying to talk about a player. Where they'll they'll just say, all right, we got every scout, every coach in here, all the front office. But you know what? Everybody out. These five people. Let's talk this through. And the next thing you know, you know, they come up with a decision. And, you know, maybe sometimes when you get into situations where you feel like, okay, we, we probably have too many people with too many different narratives in, in their head. Again, I, this is all, this is all just guesswork here, but, but I, I, I feel like, you know, I don't like to, I don't like to say trimming the fat. I don't like to say that because one of my favorite coaches and players of all time was included in there with Leon Lett, you know, but, but I just feel like they, you know, at some point they looked at it like, Hey, we're a little too heavy on these spots. Let's, let's, let's get, you know, let's trim it down. We're talking with Nick Eatman from DallasCowboys.com. So, Nick, outside of the guys where it's like, hey, do we need an assistant here? Do we need somebody extra? You did lose uh, George Edwards, who, even though he was listed as a defensive assistant, he was essentially the linebackers coach. Um, You know, you lose Joe Philbin, Skip Pete. Which of these guys that they decided not to retain is is the most surprising to you? Wow. That's a close one. That's a tie between Pete and Philbin, but I would say, I would say Philbin because, um, just because of the development of these young linemen, there's no way in the world that you could have convinced me that Terrence Steele would be not only a really, really good right tackle, but missed like he would be missed, you know, in the running game Mm -hmm. when he was out. Um, and, and, and I think, and Tyler Biotis, I mean, I was I was one always saying, "Hey, that there needs to be an upgrade." And I don't, we never really talked about him until he was hurt and he was and he was missed, mm. you know. And I think that that you know what he did with Tyler Smith this year and what what they did. I don't, I'm not just to say him, you know, because there's a lot of hands in this. Obviously, that's what we're talking about. But but it just it felt like the offensive line shuffled so many times, and they still they they weren't a weak link really. 
for all the changes and lack of continuity that they had. So I thought he was very impressive. And, but, you know, you could say the same with Skip Pete. I mean, all of them had better seasons than they did the year before. I think Zeke had a better year than he did the, the season before. I know Tony Pollard did. Malik Davis was, was, you know, developed, and none of them fumbled. So I, I, you know, I think all, I think those two positions. That's that's surprising that they're they're moving on from those two. Who are you picking? And more importantly, you have to pick one to root for in the NFC Championship game. You know, as 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 frustrating as it was to be out there last weekend and see some of the annoying things that happened before the game, after the game, and all that stuff. You know, I thought I, I didn't. I didn't realize the 49ers were in the same level as the Eagles and, and you know, from a class standpoint, but I'm going to go with, <laughs> I still am going to continue my streak and never root for the Eagles. So I, I, you know, I'd rather see the 49ers win um, than, than the Eagles. Um, but, you know, just, just so you don't have to hear that crap, but yeah. I, I think, I think it'll be a good game. I really do. I mean, uh, I think the I think the 49ers are are really good, man. That defense is is so good, and it's going to be interesting to see what kind of, what the Eagles want to do with Hurts. You know how they really want to play him, because the the, the 49ers are very physical, obviously the way they hit, and so it'll it'll be a that'll be a good game. And you're sure. and, and you're picking side. and you're picking who? 49ers. I'll, I'll pick the 49ers. I'm picking pick San Francisco. Okay. I go 49ers, and I think the Chiefs will win. So I think it's going to be what a rematch from a couple years ago. Yeah. Three years ago. Nicholas. So, um, yeah, 49ers and Chiefs. Just, you know, go with go – with. I always like – I'm a historian when it comes to the Super Bowl. I don't know if you guys know that. Like, I, I love everything about the Super Bowl. Oh. If you give me enough time, I can tell you every team, every win, our MVP and all that. Whoa. I like to see the matchups. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Super well, Bowl. Well, RJ is the Super Bowl trivia master. And Bobby Bell, we just found out this morning – Used to record and trade Super Bowl tapes, like trade them like yeah. cards with people. I'd, I'd 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 put myself up against both of them. I'm just gonna say, I mean, I, I mean, I'm just telling you. I'm just gonna say. Tell I mean, master's a strong word. Wow, that's pretty awesome. But um, no, I, I look for repeat. You know, I repeat matchups and stuff like that. I was thinking about that on the way over when I when I was listening to you guys. I was like, all right, so you can get the 49ers and you can get the Chiefs. You can get you can definitely get the Bengals and the 49ers. I don't think they want any part of that. Um, since they haven't won either of the two, but yeah, I'd like to maybe training camp. We we could uh, oh, yeah. we could play a little trivia or something. There we go. There we what go. a what a fun Friday that's, night that's that would be. Word, right? It's a rudder room night, man. Right there, that's that is rudder room wow. night out there on the that's beach. A good one. Thank you, Nick. We appreciate the time this week and enjoy the weekend. Okay, so you got does the weekend start now or is it going to be a, a Monday weekend? I mean, are we, are we going four days? Have you yeah. guys figured out? <laughs> Well, when, like it. What, when are you done with work today, officially? Uh, I'll probably be done in about an hour. <laughs> what? No. no, wait. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Is because when as soon as I say I'm done, Kellen's gone. Release from the Cowboys. Kellen's so gone. yeah, we'll 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 see. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. Nick Eatman, Diamond Factory Hotline. Crosstalk with Mike Bassick. Is it a Luca cross? Mike leads the way. Next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Shot clock to five, Hitwitty. Trying to get Hardaway on the move. Now he turns the corner. Step back three over eight. Okay. Okay, Spencer. Going off the window. All right. It's Mike Bassick time. That must have been a great shot. I watched eight minutes of that game, and once they said Luke is done for the game, I said, I'm done with this game. What a loyal fan you are. I'm I'm I am loyal. Not no, I mean you turned it off. I know. That's the, so that's that's the thing to do with this organization right now because I don't think Mark Cuban really cares too much to make this a great franchise. He's got his Luca that sells out all the games. And I don't know, maybe if he needs some money, maybe he'll eventually have to eBay the Dirk Nowitzki statue <laughs> to find we're, enough money. We're going to sell the Dirk statue on eBay. <laughs> Here's the question. No. No. Well, don't ask this question, ask Mike. It. Spittle just walked by for what that's worth in case – it could get you in trouble. No, I can't get him in doesn't. trouble. I just don't want to have to face this question. What is it? If Mark Cuban, if you were Mark Cuban, because I think he's financially, he doesn't have enough money to put a great team around the, the Luca. is <laughs> would you sell the Dirk statue for like, let's say $20 million <laughs> so that you could have enough money to pay like another player on the team? Would you lose the statue? If you could have a twenty million dollar good basketball player on the Mavs, <laughs> the answer would be yes, right? No, <laughs> he'd never be forget. Okay, so here's what's interesting about this: Dwayne, w- Dwayne, but a Mavs fan would get to buy it. You'd never be forgiven for selling Dirk's statue, never. but maybe the twenty million dollar player saves you, Luca. You don't lose Luca, but you lose Dirk. Or vice versa. And we're guaranteed he goes and signs a $20 million player yeah, and doesn't just go use it on a Shark Tank investment. Right, that's the thing. What is, does a $20 million player even get you? Jim Hardaway Brunson. Jr.? Yeah. Brunson almost. Yeah, Mike, it has to go like, for like 30. You get like okay. two-thirds of Jalen Well, that's Brunson. up to the Mavs fan. For $20 million, you keep the statue. 
You Nobody, say Mavs fan. I think Dwayne Wade's buying it and putting it in his front yard in Miami somewhere. That's what I don't want. Yeah, and I don't want that. He's laying it down yeah, and standing over $20 it. $20 million uh, player isn't going to save me, Luca. so I keep the statue. Well, here's the deal about Tim Hardaway Jr. Nobody oh, believes he's a $20 million player. <laughs> we had to take him on a horrible $18 million a year contract with multi-years left, and we said after the contract was over, like, hey, you want that contract again? And now when they're trying to trade him, they found out all 29 teams are like, that was a horrible contract. Where are you rooting for, like, if I told you that, like, who, who's your who's your Jacksonville of the NBA? Like, if I tell you Luca's leaving, where right. would you root for him to go? Obviously, you'd in a lack, weird way, Oklahoma City. Okay. I think that would be, like, there's Oklahoma City doesn't really have any fans. I get that they have 100,000 people that love them in Oklahoma City. Great fans. But... I just think that that would be a team that if he took to the top, it would be legendary. If he goes to the Lakers, he'll never be, I don't think, he would be better than Magic Johnson or Kobe Bryant or Shaquille. Right? There's such a history. LeBron James now is going to be but up give in me the a team you, But not Oklahoma City. Not a, Miami. A, a reasonable team. They, they would win with Luka there. Once Chad, You get Chad Holmgren back. You get Shea. He's not going to Oklahoma City. I'm though. saying if you did, though. Yeah. If he did. Not but bad. like a, a, a livable city. The one that you can oh, see yourself shots fired at OKC. Well, I mean, I understand like what you're a saying. A star, top five yeah. market yeah. for his for his Jordan brand and for the Luca brand. I guess Chicago. Okay. Denver. So you know you. you I don't think Denver's big enough. You know you mentioned if, you, that. if you're saying Joker. Awesome. You mentioned I mean, like it. a team that you could root for, you know, oh. like with a I could root, player. I wouldn't root. For, I Well, I would root for him, I guess, no matter what at that point. But I don't want him. You wouldn't him root to, for him on the Lakers, would you? No, I don't want him to be a Laker, and I don't want him to be a Heat. Those would be the top two teams I don't want him to go to. But those are probably the top two teams he would want to go to. You know, it's interesting you brought that up with the shoe deal, the brand, and, and, and where you go. And I wonder, like, so in college basketball, Coaches don't really pick what school they go to. The shoe companies pick for them. They tell them, you're going here or you're hiring this guy because you're an Adidas school. This is one of our... I wonder how much the shoe company has an impact telling the player what team in the NBA to sign with that has the money based on their brand. I wonder if that's... I don't, yeah, I don't know. I wonder, I wonder if it plays in at all. I don't know. Because we miss on every... Literally, we miss on every free agent we want. Everyone. I can send him to Orlando and root for him there. I like, sure. like the Nick Orlando. Scott yeah, or the Nick Anderson, Ugh. Dennis Scott. You want it, but uh, you want it be to be a, You want it to be a team that, that doesn't have much history, so he yeah. becomes the guy of that franchise. Okay, so not but Cleveland. The, no, I don't I mean, think they don't so. Have much, too yeah, much they, they're the like one of the lines that's always gotten thrown out there when he goes up there because he always plays well in Cleveland. As people always throw out, like, well, it's the largest Slovenian population in the U.S., and so he always puts on a show up there. So. He turns it on against the Cavs. For yeah, that I, I mean, he did that very first play, game he had there, he scored like 40 well, by half. I would like to say I've changed my mind on a trade because I said at first uh, a couple weeks ago when it came out that the Knicks would want Reggie Bullock for Cam Reddish in a trade with the Dallas Mavericks. Like, no, Cam Reddish isn't good at basketball, and he's doesn't he seems to be a cancerous player wherever he's been. Two places, Atlanta and New York. He hasn't gotten along at either place, and he hasn't been a good player at either place. In fact, he's been below average. But at this point, to get rid of Reggie Bullock's <laughs> contract, because there are limitations on what Nico can do. He has to try to stay under the luxury tax. And so I would say, look, if you're going – Reggie Bullock's not much of a player. He's making $11 million. He's 
a horrible player October through about January, and then January on, he's an average NBA basketball player for what role he does. Like, screw it. He's 31 years old. Take the 23, 24-year-old for 20 games and see what he can do, and then he's a free agent. You don't have to pay him if he all of a sudden doesn't explode for you. If he does, I don't even know if the Mavs would pay him anyways because um, we got to give – Dwight Powell a new contract this offseason. <laughs> Probably something like five in the 55 range, I'm assuming, for Powell this offseason. someone tweeting you about, uh, was it Powell's numbers last night? What did he do? It was like the rebound numbers. I tagged you. Oh, I think he had four rebounds and Aiton had 20. Is that it? Uh, I think. I'm Dwight, not sure. It was, it was his rebounds in the minutes. Oh, he had four rebounds in 36 minutes. He's And he's trying hard for every re- – like the, you never are like – like Javel Magoo, if he was out there. <laughs> Can you give me just the nicknames for the roster that you have? Javel Magoo, Shaq and Nafu. <laughs> um, okay. You did Hardaway. Yeah, Tim, Joey Gallo, Hardaway. Okay. Um, you got one for. Do I have another one Dinwiddie? for. Dinwiddie? You have Dinwiddie? Dinwiddie's fine. Okay. I got like you, you, you used yeah. to have. Bullock? You used to have your Luca one. Oh, right. You can't Fat say Fat Luca. You can't well, say yeah, Bull. Reggie Bull, but I changed his last name from Locke to S. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, and Reggie's fine. Reggie, Reggie's a 15 yeah, yeah. to 20 Frank. minute player. Frankie smokes. Yeah. Off Frank. the bench. Neela Kina. Frankie's the human cigar. <laughs> okay. He's oh, like Red Arbach. Like the game's over when he enters. <laughs> what about, what about, what about Dorian? Anything for Well, Dorian? just Dodo. He's. You know, the thing is, is I was wrong on Dodo. I admit when I'm wrong, at least I try to. I'm not saying I do every time. Cause there's, <laughs> I'm not saying but, I do every time. But I admit I was wrong on Dodo. When he got the $14 million a year, I was like, God darn it, that's too much again for one of his non-drafted guys that he loves. But then Dodo played great after signing that contract. I was like, oh, wow, he would have gotten more. But Dodo's kind of reverted back throughout this season. Hopefully he gets back to the guy he was the second half and in the playoffs. Dodo's reverted back to the guy where I'm like, dang it, he's just so inconsistent. But he's starting to play better and better as the season's progressed. And, man, am I going to be wrong about Jalen Brunson dropping 35 and 40 the whole month as he blocked a big shot last night to beat the Celtics in Boston. Who did he block, Sandler? No, man. Uh, Brogdon. (laughs) He came across. It was an impressive block. I think it was the second block of the night. But, damn, Jalen's. I watched a lot of that game. That was a fun game. Uh, It just every time I watch Julius Randle, I go, literally all the Mavericks running that franchise thought Dwight Powell was a better fit than Julius Randle. 37 and 9. Corey, what were you about to say? I was going to ask about Theo Pinson, what his his nickname was. He's a cheerleader. Rah, rah. (laughs) Like, it's amazing. I will say that I do think they are great examples when you do talk to kids about Dwight Powell and Theo Penson are great examples of you sometimes get what you don't deserve in that you should never make $11 million with Dwight Powell's skill set. He's the most athletic, clumsy guy in the NBA. (laughs) But he works very hard. He tries very hard. He's a great teammate. So the Mavericks are like, here's here's six more million per year than you should get in the NBA. He's about (laughs) a $5 million player who should be like your 11th or 12th guy. The Mavs actually kind of knew that going into this season. They put him as the 11th, 12th guy. And then four games in, Magoo, they were like, oh, he's not going to try Magoo. anymore. What about Berton? And then for like Theo <laughs> Penson, Good Good. for I'm Theo Penson, the he shouldn't even be in the NBA. But because he cheers so much, because he's such a good like towel waver, he gets to stay in the NBA. And that's important. Like if you're not going to be good enough to be on the court, Star. then be good enough to be on the bench. What and about Bertans? 
He's the he's uh before the trade deadline last year. I don't have a nickname, but they said the worst contract in the NBA is Davis Bertans. That was before the Mavs got oh, him. Yeah. They're like, this is if you want to find the worst contract in all the NBA, it's Davis Bertans. And we're like, let's go get him. That, they did that with Hardaway and then Bertans too. Throw him in. Throw him in. Yeah, we'll yeah. take on that let's stupid contract. That. Kevin's still uh Kevin's still sick. The this is the most significant throat injury. Wow. I think that that we've had in radio history. He's pointing to Demar Hamlin. Um, now, he's really think, not alive. Do you anymore? think if the Cowboys would have beat San Francisco, that Kevin would have missed Thursday and Friday? I heard you say that. Uh, I know he's real. He loves yes, this job more than he loves this job more than anybody up here. Really? More than you? More than you? More than you? Definitely more than me. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about that. No doubt about he loves that. this job. Well, By the that way, tells me he would have missed because he treats every day the same. The Mavericks video that's going to come out at the end of the year, the Mavericks, 2022-23, the team nobody wanted. Can you believe they gave a video tribute to Porzingis? That's stupid. That's because Mark what likes partying do? with him. What do you even do? Mark likes partying with him. And so he's like, do a tribute to my guy who went out and partied with me. <laughs> All right, Mike, that's when you wrap it up. All right, coming up next, we got Nate Lowe at noon. I, we don't have anybody else. Nathaniel. Right? It's Nathaniel. What about Jerry? It's Nathaniel Lowe. Oh, yeah, that's not happening Jerry's until done. the Kellen Moore decision's made. In the okay. Bet. We got Kellen Moore. Hey, Dan Quinn's coming back. Yeah. Next on the It's fan. all better. Ba-ba-da-ba-bum. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.